and cast with the Level the Fuck Up Podcast. Welcome the fuck back. Are you guys ready to level the fuck up? Because we sure are. All right, we are going to hit you guys with the top five things that we feel people pleasers do. So if you are a people pleaser, we're going to list off the five things that we feel most people pleasers do. And we are going to give you guys some advice that helps us and tips that we feel like just would help you guys. So ready, set, and what's number one, Cass? Oh, okay. Hit them with, do you say yes when you want to say no? Um, I'm going to say that most of you are like, Mike, motherfucking drop. Yes, I say yes when I want to say no. I want to say no in my head. And then all of a sudden the word Y-E-S comes out of my mouth. And I'm trying to like swallow it back in. If that is you, you are a people pleaser. Taylor, give us number two. All right. Number two is pretend. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry. Not that one. Number two is saying sorry too much. Ooh, this is something that I fucking resonate with so hard. I've worked on this for a really long time. Um, but it still happens a lot. Like actually the other day at the grocery store, um, I was like getting sushi for me and Tyler and this woman kind of comes up behind me and she's the one who nudged me. And I said, sorry to her. And I'm like, that, that, that was not my fucking fault. And I was like, so mad at myself for it because I'm like, she's in the wrong. Like she, she's the one who came into my space and bumped me. Like, that's not something that I need to say sorry for, but it's because I'm a fucking people pleaser. Recovering. Recovering people pleaser. Okay? Um, <laughs> right, number three is constantly adapting to the energies around you. Do you adapt to the energy around you in a room? Are you the person that if it's low vibes, you become low vibes, even though you're a high vibe kind of person? Or mm-hmm. even like energies of like talking about something. Are yes. you somebody that is around an energy of talking about a certain situation or someone and you adapt to talking about that thing just because you feel like you should because you're in that environment? Well, sweetheart, you're a people pleaser. Now, off to number four. Off to number four, needing everyone to like you. Mm, you know, the constant struggle of acceptance and everyone's self, everyone's approval of you. Um, I think that most of us can probably put our hand up right now. Um, this is something that's really hard. It's really hard to, you know, what's that saying? Like you could be the ripest peach on the tree, but some people are just not going to like ripe or peaches. Some people are not going to like peaches. <laughs> Some people um, don't like ripe peaches. They like, what's the other word of not ripe? Non-ripe peaches. <laughs> Some people just like fucking shit. Okay. They like dog shit. Okay. That's what the opposite of that is. <laughs> um, but you know, it's just, I think that as, as I age, I really can become unbothered about this. And mm-hmm. I think that at first it's like really hard to maybe come to terms with someone not liking you or someone not liking something that you do, or maybe you're too much for someone. I feel like I get that a lot and you know, it's their loss. Okay. Hit us with number five. Number five is struggling to hold boundaries Mm. or even better yet, not Mm. even making any 
but that's like a whole nother thing. Yeah, that's a whole nother thing. If you struggle with the word boundaries, if you struggle with the B word, you're a people pleaser. You're a people pleaser. So put a finger down if you are any of these. All of them are down for me. (laughs) Um, Anyways. Um, yeah, we just, we really wanted, we've been wanting to talk about this topic for a really long time. I feel like, um, Cassie, you do like a lot of life coaching, business coaching, and you probably get this a lot. I as Mm -hmm. well get a lot of this and just like a lot of just conversations with women. Mm -hmm. Like I, I think for me, at least my people pleasing tendencies, like that I have kind of come to terms with, um, were like an overcompensation for like the love that I didn't receive as a child. And that's getting really deep here. But if you guys can relate to that. So, I mean, my mom gave me all the fucking love that she could. I mean, just overflowing. Like, I mean, I'm really, really fortunate to have my mom. But with my dad, my daddy issues, you know, I've been pretty open about on the pod. But I definitely think that like, it's an overcompensation for the love I didn't receive as a child. So what I do is I pour into people um, to get the acceptance that I didn't receive. Um, Mm -hmm. and I just, I came to that realization, I would say like within the year. And I think that like, I present myself as a, like I present myself in this way because I prioritize their comfort over mine. Ooh, wow. Out here, mic dropping with it. Yeah. And I think that when you, when I do that, um, I obviously lose a little bit of like boundaries, like in self-respect for myself and like the fact that I would put someone else above me myself just to be liked or just to be like, um, accepted is, um, it's not okay. It's, it's, it's not okay to like completely put yourself on the back burner. Um, so how, in what ways do you feel like you people please? I would say for sure saying yes to things when I want to say no. I feel like I am the queen of like I can do it all. And just in the last six months, I've finally learned the word no. It's almost like it was never even in my vocabulary. (laughs) Um, So that's been pretty great. And then I would also say struggling to hold any boundaries of Mm. especially when it comes to like work or like friends of like, if I've worked so much, like a long day, I'll continually like go out or like go out to like have a fun time when really like I want to stay in and be like a vegetable and feeling guilty for, for either not being like the cool girlfriend that wants to go out or like all of our friends are going, but I don't want to go. And so just getting better at that um, Mm -hmm. for sure. But enough about talking about not being or enough about talking about being a people pleaser. Let's talk about the ways we have overcome being a people pleaser, the things we've learned and practices that have allowed for us to not be a people pleaser. Ready? Go. Okay. This is my mantra. Like I fucking, I I don't say it every day, but I probably need to, but this is my mantra. It is not my responsibility to manage someone else's emotions. Mm. It is not my responsibility to manage someone else's emotions. And you, girlfriend, wherever the fuck you are, boyfriend, boyfriend, (laughs) 
dude friend. Know that there could be there, there are men that listen to this podcast. What's that I know. Friend? I'm like, dude friend, I don't know what to call you. Um, bro, um, you are not responsible for other people's emotions. And the thing is, when you do do this a lot of the time, some people can become dependent on the way that you manage their emotions. And this is this can also be too. Like someone else said this to me, I think maybe maybe it was like a book. It might've been like Glennon Doyle, but she had said something that was, um, when you, when you try to people please, you're actually manipulating the way that someone else feels about you. Yes. And uh, that hit that really fucking hit because like when you bring a people pleaser, you're really not being authentic to who you fucking really are, what you really want to do or like, or like the conversation or how you really feel about that topic. Mm-hmm. you're just being like, mm, um, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, I totally agree that Joe Biden should be president. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're, not, we're not going into politics here, but like, that's an example. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, and so- I have definitely been that bitch. I have been that bitch in that exact conversation. And, really and it's just like, you know, it's like you you want to avoid conflict or you want to avoid a hard conversation, but it's just like we – it's not our responsibility to manage someone else's emotions. It's not our responsibility to put their comfort over our own. So if they're uncomfortable about maybe – if you just don't even want to talk about it, if you're just like, mm, I just like don't really want to talk about that or like this is my fucking take on that situation or this is how I feel. I don't really want to go out um, – to a bar tonight and I also think like my learnings too with being being a people pleaser is it's okay to change your mind I used to be like am I being flaky but like because being a flake was a it was like a something I saw saw in other people that I really hated but I don't Uh think it's being flaky when like you show up for everything else but like you book a wine night two months out and then that week you're really fucking crazy busy and you don't want to go get wine with that person. You'd rather sit your happy ass on the couch and either drink wine by yourself or like do nothing. Um, Like it's okay to change your mind. The only time I think that anyone can be considered flaky is if they decide not to show up or to cancel three times. If you have not Mm -hmm. done that three times, then give yourself number one and number two. And if it comes down to the third time, bitch, show up. But other than that, like if you are a friend that is saying that another friend is flaky and they've only canceled on you like once or like once in a blue moon, then like give them love and grace because I've definitely received that. Like I canceled like one time on one person and like I feel like I was like exonated and I'm like, it was fucking one time. Like suck my dick. Yeah. And so I have a three, three cancellation rule. I think, I think for me as well, just with other people, because it's like, I completely understand not wanting to go hang out with someone. And then like the, like the energy that it takes to like, okay, pull this energy out of your fucking asshole right now. Like go fucking do what you said you were going to do, like follow through with your word because there's like integrity, right? Like you want to have integrity and you want to like do the things that you say you're going to do. But also I think this comes back to like before even you do the three time rule with yourself, I think like that first or second time where it comes up for you that you want to flake or you want to not hang out with this person. Why? why don't you want to hang out with this person? Is it a you issue because you're exhausted or is it a them issue? Mm-hmm. And like, are you forcing yourself to have energy for someone that like just doesn't bring you anything? 
that that doesn't, doesn't bring you any value and like you feel drained every single time you hang out with them. I think that that's something to note. And then also like before you do the three time like flaky thing, like be really mindful if this person like after you hang out with them is like, okay, let's get another date on the calendar. You can just be like, I'm really crazy the next three months and I don't know how I'm going to emotionally feel. Mm-hmm. So I will reach out to you the next time like I want to like hang out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good. Because, yeah. Just because I feel like that sets you up for like not disappointing someone else. And then it sets you up for like respecting your own boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, totally. You know? For me, when it comes to not being a people pleaser, especially in the last couple months, it um, my life coach, Justine, had me essentially come up with five ways to say no in like two weeks. Mm. And, weeks and then I'd have to tell her all my no's. And so like I was so good. I would like have like a tracker of like my notes. Like I said no to this and I said no to this and I said no to this. And like legit would have to have my reasonings. And so that was like really weirdly helpful. And I think that when I started saying no, I realized that I could continually say no more and it became more comfortable. But because we're uncomfortable saying no, we always say yes. And so if you don't say no, then like, how are you going to know how that even feels? Mm. How are you going to know to adapt to that emotion and how to like move forward with it? Right. And so so if you're struggling with saying no, I would say just keep a list of like the things you want to say no to this week, as well as like when things come up being like keeping track of when you say no to like new things that do arise and celebrating yourself for the no's versus guilt tripping yourself because you said yes. Oh, so fucking good. Yeah, it is so true because it's like when you're comfortable, you're going to go back to comfort every single time. And it's Mm -hmm. like if you're comfortable agreeing to stretch yourself thin and to give yourself breadcrumbs, you're going to keep doing that. And so it's like, yeah, like getting really a lot more comfortable with saying no because I will tell you it feels so fucking good to like say no and be honest about it because also I'm guilty of this of like – back in the day, I would, something would, I wouldn't want to go to a shoot just because I was tired or like, mm-hmm. not, not a shoot, sorry. Um, like a wine date with a friend, um, just because I was tired and I would like lie to them and be like, Oh, like I'm having a family dinner tonight. Last minute came up. Um, so sorry. can't make it like, But like me just being honest now and whether it's an acquaintance or whether it's a good friend, whoever it may be, um, I just am like honest. Like I am completely depleted and I can't give you like anything. And they respect that so much more. Like they understand it so much more, you being honest. um, And it's so much more empowering too. So like don't Mm -hmm. beat around the bush. Don't fucking say something that's not true. Like, just be 100% honest. And if that is just, like, you want to go on a date night with a new guy on Tinder and you made plans with a friend, tell them. Tell them. I, I, I am so sorry to make you feel like you're plan B right now, but I just got this really amazing dude on Tinder and we swiped fucking right and got it got it tight, you know, if you know what I mean. Um, and I really want to go on this date. Whatever. Like, just be 100% honest because I guarantee you people will understand where you're coming from. <laughs> hey, uh, I can't come to tonight's wine night. I'm getting dicked down. Okay. Okay. 
that is my plan. I need an orgasm. Okay. Okay. Um, That's great. Yeah. And I think too, like needing everyone else to like you. um, I think like, that's not your, it's not your responsibility to like control everyone. Mm -hmm. You can't control that. Yeah. Also, another thing that I feel like I've really put into my life, which I don't know where this came from. I'm not sure if it's a book or what, but I have really stopped using the word sorry. It's funny that you use that like whole scenario in the grocery store because I have stopped using the word sorry. Like truly will not say sorry. And when it, especially when it comes to texting, like I'll type it out and then I'll be like, nope, yeah. I'm not feeling sorry for that. Like why that like what yeah, kind like, of emotion does that make me feel when I even text that? And I'm going to give an example here, guys. So I have a friend, um, a newer friend in Nashville. We've been friends for like a year and she is getting married and love her to death, love her fiance, but they are getting married on New Year's Eve. Well, obviously with holidays, it's like, that's a lot during holidays. And originally I'm the person that's like, yeah, like can't wait to be there. Uh, And I'm actually going as a friend. I'm not in the wedding party and I was excited to go. But then after looking at flights and Kyle and I just realizing like, A, financially it's a lot, and B, that takes away time from family during the holidays and they really want us to be around, we decided not to go. But because of the fact that I've been traveling a lot, I haven't been able to send my RSVP and so I haven't been able to tell her like that I couldn't go. And so yesterday she had messaged me and was like, hey girl, like are you and Kai coming to the wedding? And I typed out like, hey, like, so sorry. And then I was like, no, no, I'm not not sorry. Like, I'm not. Like, these are the reasons I'm not going to come. I love you to death. I'm more than happy to take you on the most badass fucking dinner date. I can't wait to get you like the most thoughtful fucking gift in the world. But I am not coming. And period. Like, I'm not sorry. Because when we initiate, like, yes, I'm so sorry, then I'm in the wrong. Why am am I in the wrong for that? Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not in the wrong for prioritizing my fucking self. And so this is, like, such a huge thing of, like, you. Like, if you're listening and you are somebody that says sorry, fucking cut that out of your goddamn vocabulary Mm -hmm. and find a new way to phrase what you're going to say so you are no longer feeling the sorriness, the guilt, and the shame. Obligation, like all of the things. That's such a good example too. And I think like, I mean, I'm still working on this obviously, but I also forgot where I heard this, but it was like replacing your sorries with thank yous or like with like, um, so like for, for emails or whatever, um, I am not the best emailer and I have like an automatic email that goes out that I only email on Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays from like 11 to three or four. Um, and that's to just like respect my own boundaries, right? Like I just mentally that exerts me and that's just something that I've done for myself. And so, um, sometimes it will take me like four or five days to get back to an email and, um, being a one man team, like I've just been like, that's okay. But when I reply to my emails or if someone has like emailed me twice, I, in the past, I have been like, I am so sorry for my delay. Now I will be like, thank you so much for your patience and understanding with the fact that I you know, I only reply to emails on these dates. I really appreciate you because then it starts it off on a positive note versus like a negative note of this person, you like feeling bad and like them being like, Oh, like this person already disappointed me versus 
them being like, oh, she already appreciates me. She appreciates my patience. She appreciates, you know, whatever. Like it's more positive, sends out those, those vibes versus the negative pity party vibes. Because it's like, yeah, like, you know, and it also takes away from things that we're actually sorry for. Mm-hmm. Mm, so good. It diminishes sorry. That's so mm-hmm. good. Wow. Because yeah. think of it in this way too. It's like when you're in a relationship and you're saying sorry, sorry, sorry a million times. Yeah. What does sorry really mean when really you're really mean. sorry? Yes. Mm-hmm. So good. So fucking good. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is wow. I mean, this is constant. Like I, I've repeated this, but like I'm constantly working on this. But having the conversations about it and doing the practices to help me stop in the moment, and I think like what I've gotten the most out of this podcast is just what Cass said, in a sense of like practicing how to say no, and like having five ways in your phone on how to say no more, just so you can like, because you know, you know what you want to do, what like actually aligns, and and also like it's like, dude, it's not to be morbid about it, but like you could fucking die tomorrow. Like what if you only have like 10 more hours of your fucking life left and like you go on a fucking dinner date with your second cousin and you're like, oh, like why did I do that? Like I didn't get anything from that just because they're your family, quote unquote, but they're fucking weirdo. Like, (laughs) sorry, no judgment, but you know what I mean? Um, And it doesn't give you anything. Like, we have to be a bit more selfish with our time because it's the only thing that we don't get more of and we are aging every fucking second and we don't know when this life ends. So it's like we have to be a lot more intentional and selfish because because it's okay to be selfish sometimes about your own time and what makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. This just came to my mind, but I only want to be surrounded by people that protect their energies. Mm. And if you don't protect your energy and you get mad at me for protecting mine, then yep. get out of my fucking life because I yep. only want to be surrounded by the people that do. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Because also they're going to understand when yet yeah, like you need to be like, I need to protect my energy. Like you're going to, you, it's just so such a more relatable friendship and a relatable boundary. Mm hmm. Because mm-hmm. if you're not a people pleaser, then you are the person that is create like setting the boundaries. And you know what that looks like, right? Yeah. So it's like, mm-hmm. I want to be around people that understand what boundaries even are. Yeah, that's so good. And then also, I would say too to like the um, constantly adapting to the energies around you. Like mm-hmm. we just did last week, a whole podcast on vibe vibrating higher um and it's like you we all have those people around us whether they're family members and we're gonna have to be around them this holiday season or whatever and they are just a you know negative pessimistic (laughs) fucking energy and sometimes it's hard because I'll even get around Tyler's mom and if you're listening to this Evie I love you so much (laughs) I love you so much. But sometimes it's like she can get onto this topic of like talking mad shit. And like, don't get me wrong. I've definitely had my times where I've talked some shit. Not proud of it because I never feel good afterwards. I'm like, what did that give me? Like, how was that conversation productive in any way? Like, it wasn't. It just makes me spiral into this like because negativity is contagious, right? Um, But it's like I will have conversations with her and I will also spiral. Like, I will start spiraling and we'll start talking about 
just anyone. I just don't know who listens to this podcast, so I'm not going to out them. Um, but, you know, it's just like you have those people, whether it's like your mother-in-law almost or, you know, your sister or your friend. And you guys just talk mad shit about people from high school or like, what's this bitch doing or what's that bitch wearing? Like, it's just like really watch yourself around those people and like if you don't actually feel that way like don't don't just play into it just Mm -hmm. walk away just be like oh I just like getting better at saying no right like getting better at like walking away from situations like that and just being like oh like I just like don't really agree and then just walk away or like you, you know like you don't you don't even have to say anything you're not obligated yeah So here is the challenge of the week. The challenge of the week is to figure out what is your number one thing you do when it comes to people pleasing on Mm -hmm. this list. What is your number one thing? So if your number one thing is saying yes when you want to say no, my challenge to you this week is to keep track of the things you're going to say no to. And you have to have at least two this week, at least. And obviously go down the line and I could tell you all the other ones of giving you certain challenges, but I want you to make up your own challenge for this week on the one thing that you struggle with when it comes to being a people pleaser. Yes. What a fucking mic drop. And I think that this podcast is going to be going up on the 16th. So, okay. never mind. I was going to say happy holidays, but wait. Yeah. Happy holidays. Yes. It's going on. It's going out on the 23rd. Happy motherfucking holidays. Eat that turkey. (laughs) We love you guys. And also list out your gratitudes and maybe at the family dinner table, you can actually start a conversation and be like, hey guys, what's everyone grateful for? Because what a better way to start Thanksgiving than to have everyone, even your fucking Uncle Bob, who's a pessimistic asshole, have him say his his fucking gratitudes because it will make everyone in a better mood. Okay, we love you guys and ta-ta for now.